Peacock streaming new movies every week at PeacockTV.com. We'll have the biggest movies from the Twilight Saga to Selma and Bad Boys 1 and 2. Bad Boys for life. All your favorite movies like Die Hard, The Matrix Trilogy, and Good Will Hunting. That's the good stuff. Plus, movies the whole family will love. How to Train Your Dragon, the Harry Potter film series, Brilliant. and Shrek 1 and 2. It's so good to be home. With tons of blockbuster hits, you can't not watch. Sign up at PeacockTV.com. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard and this week I'm joined by Ian Bruce and Patrick Kay. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. Right, so uh, time to talk about some games we've actually been playing then uh, and uh, let's start because uh, both Ian and I have been had a little go with the Evolve Alpha or the Big Alpha as they called it a couple of weeks back. Um... I only got a couple of hours with it. Did you get much time with it, Ian? Uh, I only wanted to give it a couple of hours. So, <laughs> yeah. Fucking told you! About the same. I mean, it's... <clears throat> before you rave about it, Rob, because I, I think you might, um, it looks polished, it looks great. I, I can't, really can't be asked with the gameplay. Um, Why? Because from the hours that I played, it's going to be... It's going to suffer from what, uh, from class bias, where in in Red Orchestra, like Downton Abbey, yeah, absolutely. In Red Orchestra Two, it's a team game, and there is a commander. Everybody in the team always says, "Who's going to be the commander? Why is there no commander?" And some poor schmuck will say, "All right, I'll be the commander." And then the rest of the <laughs> team will spend the entire game going, "Oh, you're a fucking crack commander. You should have fucking done this." And I think Evolve will go the same way. Who's going to be the medic? Who's going to be the trapper? Who's going to be doing these things that we need you to do their specific role to make the game enjoyable, or we're going to get stomped by the monster? In the games that I played, the players, the humans, had no idea what to do. The monster absolutely owned us. And, you know, there's a learning curve in every game, otherwise it's going to be a bit dull. But I can see... If somebody's not playing the medic correctly, and the other three people are, you know, well, fuck, I'm not going to do the medic, too much responsibility. I've, I've been exposed to too much animosity to the person who's trying to do what they've asked them to do for this to believe this is going to be any different. So I'm, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to spend 40 quid on something where Red Orchestra 2 is good enough for me and has kind of the same problems, but it's, it, it's not as required. <clears throat> so... Yeah, well, I mean, as someone who ha- generally plays more multiplayer games than I do, I totally respect everything you're saying. Um, I still, uh, I don't know, I, I've still got some reservations, not least of which were my issues with the interface. Like, I know it's an alpha. Caveat here, disclaimer: we know it's an <laughs> alpha. But uh, fuck's sake, if you're gonna tell me, you know, if you're gonna let me use a controller 
tell me what the controls are on the controller because to be honest I think of the two hours I played of the game the first hour was me just kind of fighting with the interface really because I I I mean it let even though I would normally play these games on a PC with a mouse and keyboard uh, for that one-to-one response I still kind of preferred playing this with a controller just because there's so many bloody abilities on every character uh that you so so i wanted to do that but then you're pro- like um and so to start off with um i was quite impressed with the way that you get to sort of choose your class bias as it were um you can basically rank the different classes that's monster assault trapper support medic yeah. i think that's it um and you can support you can choose the order in which you will be assigned those roles so i i chose to prioritize the monster and so the majority of games that i played i was the monster however i I did also play the medic once and i also played support once as well um so i was impressed with that i was impressed with the verticality of the maps if not the actual size they're very they're a little bit pokey especially when you're the monster so but i think it's designed that way on purpose because you need to really use the environment because otherwise i mean when you start a game as the monster, you're essentially running the fuck away. Yeah. Uh, or attempting to do stealth if you can figure out what the fucking controls are. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't, unfortunately. Um, so uh, I did appreciate that. And, and I did find that uh, because the idea with the monster is that you have to kind of engage this sort of ambient wildlife. And I'll say straight up, comparison to Titanfall, I was much more impressed with the indigenous... Uh, AI, uh, adver- you know, adversaries in this than I was with the waves of cannon fodder that you get in Titanfall. Yeah. yeah. Um, that I definitely felt more connected to the game. Um, so yeah, you run around and you have, to, you know, um, I mean, in one game I I ran down to this lake, and um, in water they can't track your footsteps. So I found that was quite cool because I could kind of hide there a little bit. But then there was a big monster down there and I had to take him down. And then I ate him, which uh, made me... uh, It kind of contributes to this sort of uh, meter that you have where you have to evolve, hence the title of the game. Um, Unfortunately, I managed to get by a mixture of of hiding uh, a bit and uh, evasion and running the fuck away... I managed to eat through it because you can ch- one of the moves you get as the uh, monster is the ability to do this charging attack, which if you find like the right kind of uh, sort of uh, wildlife to charge through, you can literally like charge through them and gobble them up as you go almost. So that was quite useful when I was running the fuck away. Um, so, yeah, and I managed to get to this point where I was almost about to evolve to level two. And it said press V and I was on the controller and I was like, uh, uh, and got killed before I could do it. So uh, uh, that was a frust- that was frustrating, but I did get that far. I did find in most of the games I played, uh, the monster was on, was, was at level two when we got stomped by it uh, in the game, in the games where it hadn't managed to evolve. The, the human players generally tended to win. Yeah. So that seems to be it. Uh, I might just be being crap uh, early to the game, uh, a bit of a noob to it, and generally not very good at these competitive games, but I found the odds very much stacked in the player's favour. Um, <laughs> right, and but, but I, that's when I, you were playing as a monster. It, 
yeah, that's when yeah. I was playing as a monster, and I expected to feel overpowered. Uh, I didn't at all. Uh, my housemate mentioned that um, when you're uh, fighting, uh, it's 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 not one to one at all, like you might expect, because you're waiting for this big fucking lumbering animation yeah. to stomp on this guy that is flying around all over the place. And that's kind of frustrating. You've got like a, you've got a big stompy, couple of big stompy uh, abilities, but they're on really long cooldowns, and uh, like a flamethrower attack as well. You can actually configure the loadout of those abilities, so you d- you can you can take all of them at low strength or or one of them at high strength. So you could just be like a flamethrower specialist or right. someone that jumps on people. So you can tweak with it there and uh, tweak it to your playstyle, but. Um, I don't know. I've still found that I needed kind of a, a combination of abilities to stand any chance. Yeah. Most, m- the most effective of which was running the fuck away because I literally felt ho- helpless until I could get to that level two. Well, I didn't get to level two, yeah. but I assumed that <clears throat> the odds might be swung more in my favour if they were. I think it's too pro multiplayer gamer for me. I think it will be. I think it will be a success, and we'll see some great videos of people who have dedicated a lot of hours to it, playing the game well, and it will look fantastic. But I don't really have time to invest sixty hours in it to become the best I can be. I want to casually dip in, spend ten hours getting used to it, and then have a good time all the time, not having to wa- not having to wait for the right combination of player levels or abilities to be in the same game to have. A game that isn't biased one way or the other. So I'll wait for a second. That was kind of the the feeling I had about the game um, in the the last few months. That I kind of thought that it looks like it's going to be fun, but it looks like it's going to be another Titanfall where everyone just jumps on it in the first 10 hours and has fun and then just drops it. That's that's kind of the the vibe that I I got I can't see it being like Left 4 Dead 2, which... I'm still no. playing 25 years after it came out or whatever it is. And that was kind of the selling point, wasn't it? That, you know, everyone's had fun with that yeah. game and it's it, it's just one and, thing. And but it's, even just the first really level, well and... I'd happily play that now with you guys and it would be a yeah. different experience from the last time I played it. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think this is uh, going to lend itself more to a sort of uh, mastery... Of, of learning all these little quirks whereas Left 4 Dead you go through some maps and you shoot zombies yeah. there's nothing more mm. to it than that and I think that there's a simplicity in that design that lends itself very well to absolutely uh, mm. you know co- co-op friendly play um, this isn't going to be friendly play is it it's going to be like you should be doing that you should be doing that. that that's based on what I saw I mean that's my concern Maybe it won't be. Maybe they'll tone stuff, they'll balance things, and it'll be much more open to noobs to get in and have a good time. But even Titanfall was a nightmare for noobs. Even after you know playing for 15 hours, whatever it was, I'd frequently own everybody else or be in the top three out of however many it was on the server. And yeah. you know that's all right for a while, but it quickly becomes boring because you're just the other players aren't having a good time and a great experience, so they won't come back. It's you are quite good at computer games, though. To be fair, I am quite good at them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well. Yeah, you 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 play multiplayer games a lot, so uh, I've, you certainly have a more practiced skill set than we do when it comes to these sort of games. I would say. Yeah, but I mean, even Red Orchestra Two, you can just pop in and play that and feel like you're you're playing it. 
Um, yeah. Planet Side 2, you now, can pop in and play it and feel like you're contributing. Yeah, I think I think the thing with uh, Evolve, what I was kind of hoping for is that uh, interest in it would be maintained among our sort of group of gamers <laughs> and that we'd jump on this. But uh, yeah, We did that I with Titanfall it, and that lasted for a week and that was... Well, this is it, and I think I think yeah, it's it's going to have limited uh, staying power. I think, and um, I think I'll end up if I do get it, probably just playing as the monster as much as possible and beating the shit out of randoms. Because, but that, isn't that you know, a single player game then? Th- then it pretty much is, yeah, very much so. Um, but it's almost, but it's one against four. So mm. you, I guess if you played it to death and you learned those maps, you'd know. You know, you'd, you'd end up uh, with a route, you know, or several route. You'll be like, oh, they're over there. I know what to do. I'll go up yeah, this yeah. way. That's how you and, want to focus stuff, just knowing the map. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a bit like a kind of video game version of it, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that, yeah, that yeah. old play, playground game of, you know, one person's up yeah. and everyone else is running away from them. That's and how the it feels, is, honestly, with, at with, the start. With it. With it, the the game was always kind of more fun if you were running away, not if you were the, the loser that just been caught and has to has to catch someone till they're it. Yeah, sure. Um, and it with, kept and me playing. Is, is... It kept me playing for two hours as the monster because I was just really interested in mm. in exploring the mechanics that they they'd set up. Um, mm. But yeah, as soon as they throw that arena down and you're stuck and it's like, oh, you've got to basically find every little hidey hole you can get round and. It is. It is kind of cool. I was kind of enjoying that, you know, like that that sort of evasion, you know, running running away. I, I did not expect to be running away so much in this game. I I think that for me that would be one of the problems. There there, there isn't the possibility of enough variety in the gameplay. Once people know the maps, that's that map done. If you, the same with the Call of Duty, the Call of Duties became that. Once you knew the maps and knew where to hide or attack, or the choke points that you could always get the best scores on, that's that map done. Every time you play it, you're top of the board. And I think Evolve will have the same issue once people have played the maps enough that they know to get the monster in this corner so it, there's no way it can get out, then it, that's it done. I think, <clears throat> I think what it could benefit from, and I may be biased in a, my love for a certain game, but if there was some other incentives for the other players that aren't just tracking the monster down so (laughs) the monster might eventually become powerful enough to eventually smash up all their toys (laughs) yeah do you know what i'm getting at because i used to love that it just reminded me of like fraggle rock and the doozers (laughs) when i was playing giants i'd just come stomping along and you'd all be there making your little villages and i'd just come around and sit on it <laughs> yeah and then bite you oh and also yeah you can't pick anyone up and bite their head off in this so it fails in that department too <laughs> anyway I that's evolved i love wait giants. for the proper yeah game. that's evolved and certainly wait for it to evolve <laughs> and it's certainly not giants uh which i wished it was have you been playing anything uh, that you might want to i've been playing a bunch of stuff not much new stuff in fact, almost entirely all the old stuff. I've been, I got a couple of DLCs for DCS, got a couple of new helicopters, the uh, KA-50 Black Shark and the uh, M8 MTV-2, which is like an old-school Soviet helicopter. And not an alternative like, music channel. 
No, no. It's, <laughs> oh, the, the, uh, the two very, very... Is that the one? Two, that, the yeah, the one. Magnificent Eight, it's known yeah. as, yeah. Um, it, well, no, no, it's, it's a combat. Okay. It's a, the combat version. Um, but yeah, I mean, very, 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 very different helicopters. The... The the, um, the Ka fifty the Black Shark is it, it's like being in a Tie Fighter. It's very <laughs> cramped, very futuristic. It's quite easy to pilot compared to some of the other helicopter stuff. It sort of feels a little bit like kind of lunar flight, I guess, but with much more weapons and and it, it was very 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 cool. More the, atmosphere. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, a lot oh, more atmosphere. <laughs> catch um, but the the uh, the the. Um, the MA MTV2 um, is like trying to pilot a dandelion. <laughs> it is fucking impossible. <laughs> it's probably the hardest thing I think I've ever played. Uh, but yeah, they're lots of fun. Um, just pick those up because they're on, on Steam sale. Uh, but I've actually playing, been playing quite a lot of old school coin-up games. Um, there was a, um, a new site launched recently... Um, which is just called Internet Arcade, and it's basically just like a uh, a kind of an archive of, of old coin ups, which is which is really cool. And you can just play them in in a browser. Uh, and I found um, another one, um, SNES Fun, which is just basically most of the old SNES games. That, again, you can just play in a browser with a keyboard. Really fucking cool for destroying time at work um, if you can get away with that sort of thing. Um, and it's got like Mega Drive and old DOS games and stuff as well. Really, really cool. Oh, what Mega Drive um, games have you got? Uh, most of the the big ones really it's got stuff like adam's family sonic the hedgehog alien 3 uh these are just the ones i was playing playing today when i brilliant been really but um but yeah the other thing that i've I've tried recently which is a a very very similar sort of thing is a vr app called um retro arcade this is is by the single developer that's got you sitting down holding a game boy or something is that that one I, I think it is by the same the same oh, guy. Sorry, yes, I think it's and, and it's, good, and, actually. I think, I think oh, yeah. is it? Apologies. Um, <clears throat> it's it's awesome. This is so fucking cool, right? So you you walk in. It's just this kind of dark and digi arcade, real textbook, early nineties arcade, black carpet, dimly lit, and you kind of you kind of walk in. Then you've got all these coin up machines. You've got like um you've got this table with a. a like a, a ghetto blaster on it that's that's playing some kind of 80s track you've got a big box of cassettes so you can change the music um so i kind of i, I went over to that I, I put in the the first cassette i found which was like the smith's um charming man <laughs> and i was like this is amazing started playing darts because there's a dartboard there and like a did bowling you play, alley did you play and darts a- with your cousin Nobody going to get a GTA 4 joke. All right, fair enough. So, uh, oh, no, okay. That's, that's about the point where Jesus. I stopped playing. Highbrow GTA 4 joke. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. But yeah, you can, play, you can play darts whilst listening to the okay. Smiths. Um, mm. I, I, oh, amazing. The second tape I put in was um, Midlife Crisis, Faith No More. Oh. It blew my head. Um, <laughs> I, this is the best thing ever. I was, I was like, this is amazing. So yeah, you've you got all these kind of like... Um, these kind of distraction things around the arcade machines as well. Uh, but you've also got Game Boys just lying around everywhere that have got different games in them. So you can pick up a Game Boy and you can play like yeah, that's the Met- one, Metroid yeah. or something um, mm. and you're holding it in this arcade and you've got all that stuff going on in the background and Faith No More playing in on some Ghetto Blaster in the corner. Um, but you can go up to these arcade machines and when as soon as you kind of hit X... Uh, on your controller the the controls are then locked to the, the machine uh, so that your jump button when you're walking around the arcade which is 
kind of pointless really is now the jump button in, gotcha. in, in whichever yeah. game you're in yeah. but you can, you've got like there's like Mario in there there's Tetris um, there was like old classic stuff like Pong and Asteroids and I just spent like best part of an hour just walking around this thing just playing all these old games listening to music just fucking it's when so you, when, cool sorry and, when you're playing the games on the arcade machines is you, are you locked hmm. to the machine or can you just look around where you're Oh no! You can oh, look sweet. around. You can look around, and it's it's really weird because you're. It, it's just like being in an arcade. You know, mm. you can sort of look yeah. around, and it, it's it's really really cool. But like, I had this kind of overwhelming feeling playing it that like this is is how you would kind of deal with like a, a like a kind of social environment. Yeah. In, in VR potentially yeah, yeah. it'd be a really cool way of like you know just meeting up with your mates having a beer playing some arcade games together listening to some music you know that's kind of like the the future of chat rooms essentially I think or, or like another version yeah. of that would, would essentially be the version of chat rooms really interesting in in in, in 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 terms of like a new experience like and it's, it's been getting a lot of positive um, um, feedback from the, Does it from have the, any the, the stuff VR community it doesn't right. at the moment. No, I hope they are going to add that because that would be, yeah, be absolutely awesome. Because yeah, just playing like Pong two player yeah. in, in VR whilst listening to Faith No More would be pretty amazing. But yeah, that, I was I was really impressed by that actually. It's um, but as I said, it, the, the thing I kind of took away from it is that that that's probably how a lot of the kind of social um, experiences are going to are, are going to. That's the kind of thing that I think they're going to resemble. Yeah. I think. Cool. Okay. Um. Uh, just briefly, if that's all right, um, uh, Radcheck and I have been playing Far Cry 3 co-op because we've co-opted everything that there is available to do that is, doesn't require a, a LAN and stuff, <laughs> and we're kind of waiting for something new. Um, and it's, So this is a standalone mode, isn't it? Yeah, it's or something. there's six levels, and it's got four new characters. The dialogue had us absolutely wetting ourselves. Uh, there's a Scottish guy who says the C word every other word, basically. <laughs> uh, and he's, yeah, he, I'm a big fan of that word, and I was just in stitches. Really, really funny. Um, you go to the island, you've got objectives to do, and the, the maps follow, a, there's a number of checkpoints that you have to get to, and there's a bit of competitive stuff for one of the checkpoints, and then you go and fight a load of stuff, you've got to take object from this place to over there to blow a bridge up and stuff. And, you know, it's absolutely on rails, but it was really, really good fun uh, and remarkably difficult, actually. But then I haven't played Far Cry 3 for a while. However, so how m- how many, uh, like, scenarios are there like this, or is it just one I think I think or? there's six or seven, and they kind of follow on from each other. But within right. within that one scenario, there's I think there's four or five different stages. Okay, so what, like a couple of hours? Yeah, we've played it twice now, and I think that it's been an hour and a half to two hours each time. One of them was cool. slightly longer because we just we were getting pummeled <laughs> in a noobish kind of way. But I was trying to pl- so, I was trying to play it with a controller, which was a fucking mistake. Uh, what what made you decide on that then? Uh, just because I played the single player with the controller, where having, oh right, okay, you know you have you have a bit more time because it's basically a port. You have a bit more time to line stuff up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I played it on 360, so I know what you mean. But I just I couldn't get back into the first-person shooter controller stuff. But it, it's worth a look. Um, not sure how the co-op will be in Far Cry 4, but if it's like this, 
maybe get it when it's a bit cheaper. Well, the far the co-op in Far Cry 4 is supposed to be like integrated with the single player, um, and it's only two player. Is this four? Did you say it is four? But you can play it with two. But it's a bit right. weird in that the cutscene has four characters, and then they all stand there waiting for you to go into their body to play them. But then the two that aren't playing <coughs> just aren't there. Instead. Hang back. The two that are, they just <laughs> hang back. They're just not there. They just disappear. So the cutscene yeah. has four people, and then it's just two of you. It's a bit, a bit oh weird. well. But it, at least they it, made it. It's an really funny. Uh, it's really, really funny for a number of wrong reasons. But it's good fun. It's good fun. The only multiplayer I played <clears> of Far Cry Three was like the asynchronous stuff because you had all the, uh, you had the like challenges, uh, and you they were leaderboards and stuff. But I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. It was just something else to do. Sleeping Dogs had that um, as well. Where you'd, cool. you'd do a race and stuff, and it would say, oh, you were better than person X, or... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well. um, Have you been playing anything else, Rob? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention one more thing, which is uh, a game called A Dark Room. Have you heard about this? No. It's, uh, I, I, I spotted it when I was looking through my wish list on the App Store, and uh, it, it, was, it was free, so I just, I just got it. Because it's not normally free. It's normally like 69p. Um, but you can play it in a browser for free. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, but essentially, the game starts and it has... Basically, this game has no graphics at all. It's uh, it's black text on a white background. Uh, but all it says is um, light fire. So you light the fire and then you'll get like a little bit of descriptive text saying like, oh, there's someone in the room with you. You don't get, it's not like a text adventure where you can type stuff in. But basically, it gets a little bit more complicated. Um, you start getting the ability to, uh, you can make a hut, and so some more people move in. Uh, wait, 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 wait a minute. So, so you, you can't type in stuff, but how, how do you interact it's all, with that? It's all with, uh, like, uh, there's all just text boxes that you click on. Oh, okay. And what, so, like, they just pop up. Each scene, and you've got more uh, things. Yeah, you can do they, no, there's like a kind of rolling scroll of text at the bottom of the screen that sort of tells you oh, about right. things that are going on. But essentially, right. um, you start off with this very simple uh, thing of like uh, keeping this fire alight, and then you get, uh, then you have to go out and, and fetch wood, and then uh, set traps, and and like you set traps, and then you'll get a bit of text when you go and collect the trap. So uh, you check the traps to get whatever you think you've caught and it will just say there's like a small bundle of twigs left outside. Like, so it's a little bit Blair Witchy. <clears throat> but then uh, you get the ability to go out and uh, go on these little missions where it turns into a, like a little bit of a roguelike and you're like a little at symbol and you run around this little map <clears throat> made up of like hashes and T's and stuff going around and then you'll find... Uh, someone will, uh, you'll find a, a, an H that's a house so you'll go in the house and then it'll be like an old man runs at you and you've basically then you've got uh, you, uh, you're normally that's a, right he's old well he is yeah but then you, he, he's, he'll attack but you you can probably outrun him <laughs> <laughs> well uh, your only options are to run yeah true you can run or you can uh, or you can fight and if you fight them you'll you'll get resources it turns into effectively an RPG um, uh, you go out uh, and you might find a mine and then you can if you get back home safely then you can start sending people 
to the mine to get that resource and then with that resource you can build better stuff <clears throat> so right now i'm i'm uh i'm able to build guns uh because i i managed to find a gun take it back home and i can start making that gun um sounds like so you'll build be like rust or dwarf fortress. yeah get yeah, it's it's yeah. I guess it, it so does. So eventually, do you just get like a, a rolling bit of text at the bottom that says you've built a country? <laughs> well, no, I have. <laughs> what's really funny about the game is it, it does fuck <laughs> with your head a little bit because um, once you, after a while, you've been ordering your dudes to do stuff, and then it converts villagers. It changes that word to slaves, and you'll just get bits Ooh. of messages saying uh, she won't stop crying. Um, uh, is that when you send it their blackened faces look at you and it's all like oh I'm being a real bastard here like but I I just want to find out what's going on because the more you go out into the world the bigger picture you build up in your head of what's going on it seems a bit sort of um, like at first I thought it was because all you know is what is immediately around you and that there's a forest to, to explore and and so you think oh it's it, uh, you know, it's some kind of Dark Ages thing. But then as I further explored, it seems like it's more post-apocalyptic. And I've actually come across like, a, I don't want to spoil it really, but it, it goes a little bit sci-fi. Uh, so um, I don't know how it ends at the moment. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of stuck because I found this spot because you, you do get a compass bearing. You make a compass and it will tell you like you should be kind of heading this way. Occasionally, some people will stop by your settlement uh, and sell you things like uh, maybe uh, give you training or maybe sell you a map that will tell you a little bit that you can go off and explore. Um, but at the moment, I've, I've kind of got to a point where there's an old man and he wants me to give him a jewel. And I just get this thing saying I don't have the resources. So I'm guessing I need to sort of explore more and uh, develop my village more. But it's great because it's two games. You've got like the whole base management stuff going on um, that you can kind of do while you're walking along almost. <laughs> and and then you've kind of got the slightly more intense uh, going out and foraging stuff. Um so it's pretty cool. How many hours do you think you've uh, played with it? And is it in a train and poo game, or are you? Yeah, it's it's kind of it's definitely one for the train. But I found myself playing it a little bit, sort of while I've been walking along as well. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's nah. ever so simple. Um, they've recently released a prequel to it, which I think focuses more on the the more like going out and exploring roguelike side right. of it, uh, and that's called the End Sign. So, so how many hours do you think you've done? Okay. Uh oh, I would say uh probably About five minutes. No, probably probably uh four, four or five okay. maybe. And do you think you'll stick with it, or will you get frustrated with the job? Yeah, I'm gonna fin- I'm gonna finish it. It sounds pretty it's cool, man. Just a white I, screen for I, us, mate. It's just <laughs> a white screen. Yeah, I need to stoke the fire. Um, yeah, not it's seen just that. So weird. Not seen Still, that. Yeah, just uh, that's the game. No graphics. But yeah, no, it sounds. Like, I mean, I, I actually think about this <clears> a lot. I mean. I used to play text adventures when I was a kid. Um, and like, if you think about it in, in a way, we kind of have had a period where, where the depth of games almost kind of instantly disappeared, where, where we moved from that whole kind of text adventure thing to, 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 to a period where everything had to have graphics. And I can remember when that, when yeah. that happened. Yeah. And if you think about it, it, it was a bit of a backward step where, suddenly where you had all these tried and tested um 
writing skills that you know humans have been been using for thousands of years that you know can successfully without any graphics or sound you know build a world build a feeling build a uh, a mood an an atmosphere and and a story and then we just basically threw that away so that we could have 8-bit graphics yeah and and it's taken all this time for it to kind of get back to where it was originally yeah in certain respects at least anyway um mm. but yeah no I, I think about that a lot and it's it's cool that people are still m- making text adventures well i mean i'm someone who's i i, I the theater of the mind is an incredible place uh to 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 play and uh you know i i still play uh that's why like, books are good sorry that's why books are good i mean it's, yeah. that's why you always you always hear people saying you know that 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 famous line it's not as good yeah. as a book and the reason is your imagination that's that's all it is a director can never guess what your imagination is going to do with the, with the scene with the scene that you're that you're reading in a book and and you can you'll always imagine things in in your own unique way and that's that's that generally leads to well it's easy it's easier to impress your own imagination if if you're kind of you're bumping up your own budget yeah. aren't you yeah essentially i mean what they've done um, with a dark room is essentially just take they've taken modern uh video game conceits and paired them right back to their basics uh almost like you know you could probably you could probably do like a game like assassin's creed you could just you know pair it right back to what you're essentially getting to you know you're you're going out to collect things uh to get money to do something else what they you know because in this game it's not just like um choose your own adventure you've actually got um resources to take care of and it's just Mm. text and numbers but that's essentially what so many of these games are so many like rpgs are spreadsheets Uh, every everything is maths mate everything Absolutely. is maths it really uh, is but it it, it it falls apart <clears throat> if, if the maths isn't there that's that's that, that's true of everything yeah i think you could effectively play this for free on your phone just in the browser because mm. i think uh i think there's an app that is essentially just a browser going to this web page that you could get in the app store i think i noticed um but yeah it's worth a pun just is uh, it available just five on minutes. non-i devices or it's at a darkroom.doublespeakgames.com right. and it's just there and it's got it says stoke fire and you begin. <laughs> okay. You know what the, the probably the game that I've been most addicted to out of any games in my entire history of playing games was uh, have you heard of O game? O game. O game. Yeah. It was essentially like a, a kind of resource and, and planet management game and it was essentially just a spreadsheet right um and, and basically what happens is you start off you've got one planet um your your resources are, are slowly building up and millions of people play this online it's it's it's, it's been a hugely popular one for years um and yeah essentially you can you can build up those resources and then you can build ships and you can build factories to make certain other things. And uh, eventually you can have, you'll build up a fleet and you can invade other players, uh, planets and steal their resources. And then you can build an even larger fleet and stuff. And it is, it's literally just a spreadsheet. You are, you're playing a spreadsheet, but it is, it was the most addictive game. I had to delete it. That's how bad it got. (laughs) Um, that's kind of like, uh, 
like what the guys who play elite you know they're the, the ones that run the guilds and shit they do that for fun even though you mean eve might... don't you or eve what did i say elite oh sorry that's all right they're not quite Freudian the same game slip. <clears throat> No, one of them is a lot more one to one. But yeah, uh, yeah, Eve. They, uh, yeah, there's whole, there's like that's all like player run, isn't it? But they they get a real yeah. kick out of what they're mm. contributing to the game, I guess. So. And the massive scams they pull mm. off with each other, <laughs> which is you know they are quite incredible, incredible some of them. Yeah, there's there's some very interesting things that come out yeah. of that game, definitely. Cool. Anything else from anyone? I think that's it. Oh, until just a warning, really. Um, <laughs> while we were trying to find a co-op game to play, we we both picked up Future Soldier, Tom Tom Clancy's Future Soldier in a sale. For, Ghost Recon. Yeah, for about three Future or four Soul. quid a couple of months back. It it's really not a good game in any way right. or form. Um, I didn't. I didn't make out the tutorial on that one. Yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> throwing it, down the controller. It's, and it's like off. it's been written for the PS2 and without a controller. It's just the most bizarre game I've played for a while, and we lasted for half a level, and then just thought, "The fuck, we'd rather not play any co-op games than play any more of this." <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, sorry, whoever the developer was, but please try harder. That was not a good experience at all. Anyway, there's uh, Ubisoft, I think. Oh, really? Uh, oh. I think all complaints I've got my should be. Face that, around they? here somewhere, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're doing that. Uh, they're doing a, a another Clancy one, aren't they? The the Siege or something that I think uh, was at E3. That that should be interesting. Um, see if that... That, who's doing the division? Ubisoft. Right. Oh no, but it's that that they're just publishing that. That's uh, massive. Supermassive, I think, or something. It's, it's not supermassive. <laughs> no. Oh, it's uh, supermassive are doing Dying Light or the. It's massive, massive games. Right. I think are the developer of the division. Yeah, the developers of Just Dance. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they're doing other stuff. Okay. I'm sure they're very talented guys. Just Dance. Just Dance? There we go. This says it all. Just Dance did sell a few units, though, didn't it? <laughs> it certainly did. Just don't, Dance. Yeah, don't if it gave, just, you just sit in the corner for three yeah. hours. Funny how. Gently looking at a window. If it gave them the money to make the division, I'm now having to check for definite if that's uh, if they're doing that. Ubisoft Massive. Are we still doing the podcast? <laughs> we are. Is this Is this real life? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, is, they that, did. is this thing on? Yeah, you, Rob's just gone yeah, off browsing or something. He's got ground off control. <laughs> just dance now. Well, at least oh, they he's also not saying, Fargo. Christ, how did she get her fist up there? That would have been they <laughs> did. slightly more. <laughs> they did the PC port of Far Cry 3. So, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Which, I have to, it does look a bit shit these Run, days. It runs like garbage it as well. It looks a bit shit. Like garbage. Yeah. It's really only the sun effects that look really good, and the rest of it's just a bit shit. Love the game though, but it, it doesn't run very well. <clears throat> I played it on 360, so I'm none the wiser. Um, okay, didn't run very I well think... on that either. Hey, I said didn't didn't run very well on that either. No, no, there, well, there we go. Anyway, I think that'll do it. Um, I think uh, 
next episode is going to be a bit of a Dragon Age fest. So, uh, or the one after that. So, uh, yeah, be warned. <laughs> we'll be un- we'll be unleashing the Rahmeister for that. It's def- definitely gone more into my uh, onto my radar. Oh, cool, cool. Well, the more the merrier. Um, I've pre-ordered it, so day one for me, and I've booked that day off work. <laughs> Hopefully, it won't get delayed. That would be annoying. <clears throat> It can't be delayed now. That would be ridiculous. It's already been delayed. <laughs> uh, thank, thank God, not till 2015. Uh, anyway, I think that will do it for now. Okay. Um, this has been the Not Playing Podcast in partnership with NotListening.co.uk. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Bobby Rocker, B-O-B-I-R-O-K-A. Uh, I'm at EboGB, E-B-O-W-G-B. And I'm at Patrick J-K-A-Y. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at www.notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Farewell, listener. (laughs) (laughs) Smeagol? Who let Smeagol in? Oh, I finished. Uh, I finished Mordor. Yes. Uh, it's available for nineteen quid. Eighty-seven percent. Sorry. It's available for nineteen quid. Oh, is it yeah. what in CD? But uh, yeah, I did all the collectibles. But to be honest, I did feel like a bit of a monkey by the end of it. But I had all the abilities, so uh, it was it was just glorious uh, doing all the whole like infinite executions and stuff like that. Uh, I really enjoyed it. What I'm not enjoying is fucking divinity. Oh my God. It's kind of got me to a point in the game where, uh, I've got to basically smash something in order to smash it. I've got to have this weapon that is enchanted with this certain fucking ingredient or whatever to get it, uh, to get it, um, but but in order to do that I've had to go round about all this way that is just not in the slightest bit intuitive it's like I'm all for like take the fucking training wheels off but this is just insane man like there's no I'm playing this with a fucking walkthrough and I still can't find which way to go and and, and not only that I fucking respect one of my characters with this with this certain like foreign blacksmithing and it turns out I went to enchant the thing and it went not enough tenebrium and I'm like how much tenebrium do I need it's not how much tenebrium I need I need the fucking tenebrium skill which I didn't even know about which is something you get in a quest that I haven't even done but apparently apparently I can get it in a town that I haven't been in yet because they won't let me in so no more Mr. Nice Wizard I'm gonna fucking go in there I'm declaring fucking war on this game they are all going down fuck it
Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Dutch's potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.